Welcome back to Office Chats, a podcast presented by Madam Blue. I'm your host, Valeria, and today's guest is Barbara Simeon, the co-founder of Sundays. Founded in 2019 by four friends, Sundays provides beautiful furniture designed to last. With curated collections of stylish yet comfortable pieces, Sundays offers an alternative to the traditional furniture shopping experience that can be overwhelming, stressful, and expensive. In this episode, Barbara chats about the lessons she's learned from starting two successful businesses, how Sundays is transforming the furniture industry with its curated approach, and her advice for women on balancing family and career. Let's get into the show. Barbara, it's great to have you on the podcast. I'd love to get started by having you introduce yourself and sharing a little bit of your career background. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm Barbara Simeon, and I'm one of the co-founders at Sunday's Furniture. Um, prior to that, I co-founded a salad shop locally here in Vancouver called Field and Social. And prior to that, um, I worked in the nonprofit sector and community development. Amazing. And we'll definitely discuss more of your background in a bit. But first, can you tell me how the idea for Sunday's furniture came to be? The year, I think it was 2018, when we first started tossing the idea around um, with myself, my husband, his sister, and a good friend from high school of ours. There's four of us. Um, we really started to see specialization in a lot of industries and in furniture, we felt like the shopping experience was still quite overwhelming. You would come into a furniture store and there would be, you know, 50 different sofas and all these different shades of gray and cream and, you know, with various uh, varying quality. And so we saw an opportunity for a very curated collection that was focused on high quality um, and design, really beautiful design aesthetic. As parents of young kids, we all also wanted something that was functional and would work for our families while looking good. So that was sort of the idea behind the brand. Very interesting. And we're going to get more into exactly what goes into designing a piece of Sunday's furniture and curating those collections. But I'd love to know how your prior experience launching a successful business benefited your startup journey at Sundays. Yeah, absolutely. So the first business was also co-founded with my husband um, and also a third um, partner. And that was a completely um, different business focused on food. So the idea of handcrafted salads, sort of a quick surf concept. But what the two businesses had in common is we were also really focused on beautiful aesthetic. I really believe that food tastes better in a beautiful space. And so that was a big focus for the restaurants that we built out. Um, I sort of fell into my role as managing partner when we launched this business. I actually thought it would be more behind the scenes to get the business off the ground and I might be involved in some of the marketing and PR components, but as sort of life would have it, um, I ended up about six months into the business being live, stepping in as the managing partner and running the one location day to day, which was a very big learning curve. I had no prior food experience. And so, you know, took over 
that part of managing the business day to day, I started to see some traction and eventually grew the business into a second, third, and now four locations. Um, when Sunday started taking off, uh, we hired a really uh, great operating um, director. And so our director of operations now leads field and social day to day. That's amazing. So do you, does having that um, operations director in place make it so where you're not feeling like you're running two businesses at the same time and it feels a little bit more balanced? Yes and no, I would say I still spend about 10 to 15% of my time per week on field, but it's really about thinking about the vision, where we want to take the business next, still very involved with anything marketing and community related. But yes, the day-to-day is in really great hands with our um, operating director. That's good. So let's dig into Sundays a little bit more. I'd love to share with the audience like exactly what your company offers and what sets it apart from other furniture brands on the market. Absolutely. Yeah. So we launched in 2019 and just a few months before the pandemic, uh, which was a really interesting time to launch a home brand. But the idea was, as I mentioned earlier, really that curated collection. We actually started with just living room pieces. So we had a few sofas, some coffee tables and end tables. And over the last three years, we have slowly added in dining collection and now bedroom as well. Our focus will continue to be on, you know, a highly edited collection, over 50% of our pieces. So the majority of our pieces are designed in-house by my co-founder and our director of product development, Noah. And the focus continues to be on really that high quality. So starting with the materials that we use, a lot of solid woods, um, performance fabrics, you know, for our soft seating. Um, And also the whole customer experience. So one of the other things that sort of sets us apart is we want to make that whole shopping experience for furniture feel like a Sunday morning. So not just the look and feel of our pieces, but how you browse our website and everything from how our large pieces are delivered to your home and even assembled by our delivery partners. So we take care of all of that. As you said earlier, furniture shopping can be really overwhelming and just a hassle to move and assemble large pieces. So it's great that you prioritize making the entire process as smooth and easy going for your customers as possible. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really big focus for us. And um, I think we'll continue to be a big focus for us as we grow. Mm -hmm. So you, you started with the idea in 2018 and then launched a year later in 2019. Can you share some of the first steps that you and your co-founders took to successfully launch Sundays and put together an initial collection of furniture pieces? Definitely. So a fun fact is we regularly met on Sunday mornings, which is a nice tie into the name when the branding agency proposed three or four names to us. And one of them was Sundays. You know, it's the name that you sort of feel most at home. But we're like, hey, we're already meeting on Sunday mornings. We all had other uh, full-time jobs and this was our Sunday side hustle. So we started off, you know, really like it was a napkin business plan, then ended up writing a very brief sort of five to 10 page plan, started researching who might be a branding agency that we might engage and who would we involve to help build a site. We ended up going with a customizable Shopify site. And then, of course, starting to do a lot of research into what those first pieces into the the collection would be. And we decided to go with living room first. 
Um, and it was really my co-founder, Noah and Sarah and Mo all had some prior furniture experience and they really led that charge on what are pieces that we believe are high quality, beautiful, and, you know, would really be great in terms of a starting launch collection. What exactly goes into designing and manufacturing a new piece of Sunday's furniture? Yeah, so it often starts with, you know, loftier ideas. I know Noah gets inspired by everything from his parents' cabin here in the Pacific Northwest on one of the little Gulf Islands and sort of materials and and colors he sees. So then those ideas will get translated into sketches and then more formal drawings um, that are shared with our factory partners and some back and forth with the factories. then it gets to a sample stage. And so um, because quality is such a pillar for us, it's really important for us to be able to, you know, touch and feel every sample in person. As a result, it, it does take some time, you know, sometimes it's up to eight to 10 months from the idea um, to a sample and then the product being in our warehouse. And so following the sample stage, there might be some small design tweaks And then it's placing the order and, you know, a big, big bet of how many quantities we think would make sense for an opening order and then launching it on our website. Quality is very important to your brand. How do you balance the, like the design and aesthetic of the furniture with it being practical, comfortable and working for people with family who have kids and things like that? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think we look at it from two main angles. One is the materials that we use. So I alluded to that earlier, whether it's, you know, performance fabrics and most of our sofas and sectionals, a lot of solid woods that could be refinished over time and so can really stand the test of time. Um, And then design. So, you know, design that is also timeless. So you'd be willing to invest in something that's not just a passing trend, but also multifunctional. That's really a tenet of Sundays that we focused on. So for example, one of our best-selling stools, the field stool is something that could be a stool, an end table, a nightstand. Um, Our console tables, for example, also make great desks. So we're always looking for ways that we can introduce multifunctionality um, to our customer because we believe that also elevates the quality of the piece. That multifunction and durability is just huge for furniture shoppers because ideally you want to buy a high quality piece just once that can last and serve you for a lifetime. I know you're big on customer experience. So how does your company's approach to customer service and engagement differ from others in the industry? Customer service is so, so important. That Sunday morning experience and that effortless experience in order to make that happen, there's a lot of hard work that goes um, goes into that behind the scenes. And that is everything from integrating, you know, timelines, delivery timelines um, from our ordering system so that when customers see, uh, you know, when their piece of furniture might be delivered, how accurate that is, that's listening to our customers, whether it's in our showrooms or feedback they might be providing on social media or through reviews, both in terms of current products, but also uh, constantly listening to what are new products or new materials that they might like to see from us. So 
we actually have a whole channel on our collaboration platform across the whole company. And that channel is dedicated to customer feedback. And so on there, you know, we're, we're always listening to that and iterating on our offering. Have you ever incorporated customer feedback into either modifying a piece of furniture or creating a new piece that they were looking for? Yes, it's something that we do. Uh, we do all the time, every day. So I can give you a couple of examples. One of our best-selling collections, the movie night initially came in one size and a couple of fabrics, I think two or three fabrics initially. Now it comes in two different sizes. So a condo, a smaller size. We really heard that feedback from our customers, you know, for a piece that, that could fit smaller spaces. Our best-selling field collection, which is our dining collection, initially came in one finish, white oak, but now it comes in three different finishes and three different sizes. Um, so always listening to, you know, what are other materials, other sizes that might be a fit for our customers. That's great. What does your team look like today compared to when you first started and how has Sundays been able to retain top talent? Great question. We've definitely grown a little bit. So started with just the co-founders and a couple of team members. In fact, initially just a few contractors. Our team has now grown to about 50. Most of that growth has been in the last year and a half. And it does feel like we've got the key pieces of the puzzle in place for our next sort of iteration of growth. So some of the key roles that we've hired is some leadership roles in the area of logistics, e-commerce, marketing. Um, those were, you know, initially sort of done off the side of a desk uh, from the co-founder perspective or from our contractors. So it's been really exciting uh, to bring some really great talent and really amazing people onto our team that are, that are now growing their teams. Well, speaking of growth, how does your team approach scaling and expanding your business, both domestically and internationally? Yeah. So one of the things we talk about at Sundays is, you know, setting up systems for scale. And so even though we're still, I would consider us, you know, quite small and nimble, how do we document SOPs, processes, and set up collaboration tools that as we grow both our e-commerce presence um, in Canada and in the U.S., and also our showroom presence, how are we really continuing to set up systems for scale? So that's something that's on my mind and all of our co-founders' mind and certainly our leadership team's mind. It's something we're very focused on. Kind of going in hand with that growth is having, you know, a strong marketing team and strong marketing efforts. So I'd love to hear maybe any strategies or tactics that have been useful for you when it comes to effective marketing and brand promotion. I would say it's an ever, ever evolving process, but some of the things that have worked well for us is really that multi-channel approach. Um, so that's, you know, really employing everything from digital advertising to PR, community building through our social, through hosting events in our showrooms, um, engaging content creators and influencer partners. Definitely a multi-pronged approach to help us reach our goals. That makes sense. Thank you for walking me through that. Can you remind me how many showrooms Sundays currently has? 
We currently have two, um, one in Vancouver and one in Toronto, and we're opening a third in Calgary um, later this spring. I'm sure opening those showrooms were kind of pinch me moments for your company, especially starting, you know, with your four co-founders, not, not even that long ago. I'd love to learn if there's been a particularly memorable moment or project from your time at Sundays that was like especially exciting or rewarding for you. Yes, definitely. Uh, you're absolutely right. It was definitely pinch me when we opened the showrooms. Both Vancouver and Toronto actually started as pop-ups. So it was during deep pandemic when a lot of retail spaces opened up and we had the opportunity to take over a couple of spaces for a few months and very grateful that um, since then we've been able to turn those into longer serving spaces. But actually I would say personally, one of the most exciting moments for us was we hosted a New York pop-up last summer, a little activation in an apartment in Chelsea. And that was for some media and influencer partners where we actually moved out all the furniture in this apartment and made it fully Sundays. And the reason that moment was so special is my husband and I used to live in New York for a few years, always been a big fan of that city. And so this was a little bit of a full circle moment of getting us back in there with an activation for Sundays. And it really did feel on brand for us. It was a super exciting milestone. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like that's a lot of would be a lot of people's dream is to have their apartment taken over by Sundays. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was it was lots of fun. Well, Barbara, is there anything that you feel like most people would be surprised to know about launching and growing a business in your space? There is no playbook. You know, I love to be in touch with other founders, whether it's our industry, e-com, or, you know, sort of any industry. And it's that feeling of taking a leap of faith and sort of iterating on what you're what you're building. You're not going to get, get it right the first time. You're going to continue to iterate. But I think that's what's part of the entrepreneurial journey that is so exciting that you continue to evolve as a brand, whether it's how you market um, and your product selection, even where you show up. You know, when we first launched, we were just going to be e-com. We didn't even realize we would have showrooms, but a couple of these serendipitous pop-up opportunities ended up showing to us that, you know what, customers actually love to interact with um, furniture, which makes sense, right? In real life to really be able to experience the quality. And so now that has been part of our plan. Um, so staying really clear on your vision, but then in terms of the how you get there and um, being open to some possibilities. That's a great point. I can see why that would be a really exciting part of growing a business is not even knowing what you don't know yet or what you could do with it. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a great point to bring up. Yeah, definitely. What is your favorite part of growing Sunday's furniture? I think my favorite is just the learning from our team. I learn so much every day and that's been some of, you know, some of my favorite over the last sort of two years in particular, as our team has grown um, to bring in colleagues that have done these roles before at other companies and what are some systems that we can implement at Sundays. Um, that's been a really cool and collaborative experience. That's awesome. Can you share your experience as a working mother and how you balance the demands of running a business while raising a family? 
Yes, definitely. So just for a little bit of context, when we opened the first field and social, um, I had just given birth to our first. Um, and when I took over, um, sort of stepped in into that day-to-day managing partner, he was about six months old. Um, and two years into the business, my second son was born. And at that time, I remember thinking, this is so scary. I now need to bring someone in that will take over for me as a day-to-day manager, but also realize pretty quickly that that's actually now providing me freedom to grow the business because it means that it's no longer in my head, but we're now growing the team to bring on someone else while I took a little bit of time out of the business. And it was the same thing when we had our third and fourth. So in November of 2020, a year into Sundays, um, I gave birth to twins, my, my youngest uh, boy and girl. And um, again, it was sort of like, as our family has grown, the business was at an inflection point. In terms of advice, I think it's just getting all the help that you possibly can. We're super lucky um, that we live in a city with both sets of grandparents. And so we do really rely on their help, whether it's you know on the weekend, sometimes we'll divide and conquer, two kids will go to one set of grandparents, two kids will stay with us or go to another set. Um, and we've been lucky that we've been able to get some childcare and, and then also be flexible. Um, you know, last week, two of my kids were sick and they weren't able to be in childcare. And so having that flexibility as a business owner to be able to step back for a few days and try to juggle sort of motherhood and working at the same time. Yeah, that's great advice. I can see why, you know, asking for help sometimes is a little bit challenging especially sometimes as women we feel like you know we can do it all or take it all on ourselves but it's great that you've been able to kind of delegate those roles and grow your team so that you can also have that time with your kids and your family yeah and I would say the other thing I've learned is like there isn't at least for me there isn't a perfect balance and so it's just accepting that it's a super busy season of our life you know growing businesses growing families and you know, perhaps I don't get to see my friends as much as I'd like to, or I'm, maybe I'm not exercising as often or out, spending time outside. And so fitting those things in that matter and prioritizing those moments when I can, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not a perfect balance. Yeah. Well, looking ahead, what do you envision is next for Sundays? Can you share any upcoming goals or plans for the future? Yeah, we're really excited to push and grow in the U.S. Um, To date, most of our growth has been um, locally in Canada. And as I mentioned, that pop-up in New York last summer was sort of our first official launch into the U.S. You know, we're really starting to see some traction, um, particularly in New York and California. And so just building on that momentum in the U.S., hopefully activating some physical pop-ups or spaces in the coming months would be something that we'd also really hope to do. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Thank you. Finally, I like to close out each episode by asking our guests to provide a few words of wisdom. So what is your biggest piece of advice for founders and entrepreneurs? Oh my goodness. This is a tough question. I knew you were going to ask me. You know, what I, what I do go back to a lot is that idea of perfection being the enemy of good. 
I think sometimes like done is better than perfect. And you are juggling so many balls as a founder. Sometimes we really like to perfect and iterate and analyze and overanalyze and sit with ideas and get a ton of feedback. But I think sometimes the best thing that we can do is just like throw it out there into the world and give it a shot and iterate after the fact. Mm -hmm. And it kind of relieves pressure, right? When you don't feel pressure to be perfect and you sort of get rid of that mindset, it allows you to be almost more creative and just enjoy everything in the moment a little bit more. Absolutely. I agree with that sentiment so much. Well, Barbara, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Before I let you go, I'd love it if you could let everyone know where they can keep up with Sundays online and on social media. Yes. So we're Sundays Furniture on Instagram, and you can also find us on TikTok and sundays-company.com is our website. Thank you so much to Barbara for joining me on the podcast, and thank you to everyone listening. I hope you join us again for a new episode of Office Chats.